Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Welcome one and all to the HBO Boys, a podcast about television and movies. We do recaps, reviews, and you might be saying to yourself, Ryan, you're 230 episodes in, uh, more than 400 hours of recorded content on the internet, six years deep. By the way, Adam is here today. Say hi, Adam. I'm here. Hello, hello. Chad and James aren't here. I don't I don't know. They're, I, they're in the ether. They'll be here later. Not... Not later, not like later on this audio podcast, this one, but like on other ones. I'm sure they'll be, yeah. anyway, no, don't worry they about They will it. be back. They'll be back. So why would you be updating us and saying that you do a podcast where you recap and review television shows? We mm. all know that. We've been here the whole time. Mm-hmm. I say that because the HBO boys are complete sellouts now, okay? And I'm big timing you. <laughs> Okay, I'm big timing you 100. You know it happens. Yeah, it, it, well, sometimes it does happen. You know, when you're yeah. a little bit lucky, uh, and you and you put in the work, Adam. You know, it was yeah. only like two or three episodes ago where I had a complete mental breakdown at the end of the episode, being like, "Did you? Yeah, you were there. You remember?" I was like, "Which episode was it?" I don't know, Adam. Go listen to yourself. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I, don't have to, I, don't have to, I don't have to tell you these things. Anyway, we have, as a podcast, been recently signed by Fansided slash Minute Media. We thank them very much for signing us. That's very nice Pretty of cool. them. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so like you know, it, when you do something uh, and you put a lot of work in and you do it for six years, uh, sometimes it will work out for you. Six years for you. I, I have not been around for six years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Let's make sure that everybody knows that. Adam has put yeah. less work into this than I have. I, everyone I needs to know that. Yes, for sure. I'll give that to you. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah there will be ads now please don't skip them we appreciate it <laughs> listen to the ads they're good ads for good products yeah exactly all the products the <laughs> yeah. ones that they are they're the good ones and you should use yeah. them yeah am i convincing is that convincing i think it's convincing honestly i kind of want to buy whatever it is that's gonna air this episode chance switch to progressive anyway yeah <laughs> this particular podcast is about the new HBO series, Peacemaker, the show that James Gunn wrote in eight weeks during COVID, like the beginning of COVID. He was just inside and bored, and he decided to write Peacemaker. 
the John Cena character from the Suicide Squad movie, a Suicide Squad movie that has been regaled as being much better than the last one, although that wasn't a very mm-hmm. high bar. No, <laughs> no, it was not. And the narrative of like James Gunn alone <laughs> in his study writing for eight weeks, Peacemaker, not knowing if it will be on TV one day. Like, <laughs> dude, please. You got fired and then rehired at Disney. You had just made yeah. the Suicide Squad, which made a butt ton of money. And then yeah. you're writing a show that would star John Cena. And you're like, I wonder if they'll make it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let's see how many dick jokes I can put in. A lot. So there's many. A lot, of them. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, but no, no hanging dong. And we will get into that in the, <laughs> and because we are as an institution upset. Are are we? <laughs> we are. I didn't know I was upset, but okay. Well, I've declared it. We're upset. <laughs> the intro to Peacemaker is a full dance number which is actually inspired and i love it to death uh i mean oh my god here it comes (laughs) so here it comes i liked it the first time and then i immediately skipped it the second time well let's talk about this yes they dropped three episodes oh yes yes on the premiere day i have watched one you have watched three because you didn't follow the goddamn rules listen they were available they were available i indulged you're not wrong but I have only watched one, so don't ruin any things for me. I, w- I will not. Don't do it. I won't do it. Don't. I, I don't plan don't on Don't do it. Maybe I will. I can't promise anything. You, you just promised. What? So the second episode starts off. You son of a bitch. Pan backwards. <laughs> I really like the dance number. I'm moving past it. Okay. Yeah. So. It was entertaining. Yes. Peacemaker. The first time. Is in the hospital. He is being let out. The cops aren't there. He did not serve his full 30-year sentence. He still has the bomb in the back of his brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to explain what happened in Suicide Squad. In fact, they do a very good job of that with like the first they do. two minutes. I was I, I was happy with the recap. I, I, I was glad there was a recap. And then we cut to after Peacemaker, played by John Cena, leaves the hospital and gets into a taxi in full dirty uniform <laughs> from recently getting shot in the neck and defeating a giant starfish and killing Rick Flagg. Unreal. Unreal. He goes back to his motorhome, which he has to break into. And in between this, we also get introduced to Danielle Brooks's character, Leota. I know her better as Tasty from Orange yes. is the New Black. So good. And I'm so glad she's getting a shot to do more things. I mean, I'm sure yes. she's been in other things besides mm-hmm. Orange is the New Black. But I have not seen them. And I understand that like the scope of the world is not only through my eyes. And, yeah. more, and more things happen than, than I see. You're happy that she's becoming more Ryan mainstreamed. Yes. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. And I'm yeah, glad yeah, you yeah, said there it you first. Go. <laughs> you said it from the mouths I of did. Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me. Immediately when I saw her, I was psyched. And then we got introduced to her wife who gave a speech to the effect of, you know, this is going to be your last job. And then you're out of the game. Out and. Of the game. I am fine with this job that you have, but like, I'm looking forward to our new life. And I was like, oh, this lady's dead. (laughs) Did you watch, did she die in the second or third episode? Be honest with me. 
You son of a bitch. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I hate this. Peacemaker has no money. He has to give his helmet to the taxi driver. Uh, he doesn't just, like, kill the taxi driver, which is interesting. Right. Because the way he came out of Suicide Squad was, like, a straight-up evil guy. He felt evil. Yeah, he was, he was, he was aggressive. Yeah, sexist, slightly racist. No, I'll say racist. <laughs> and an ends justify the means kind of guy who... Yeah is willing to kill innocent civilians for fun is what I got from Suicide Squad. And in mm-hmm. this moment when, like, he freely gave his helmet to the taxi driver to pay him instead of, you know, just choking and murdering him, I was like, oh, that's different. He has humanity, I guess. At least an iota of humanity, which yeah. I'm on board for. It did feel very sudden, though. Like, his epic rage at the end of the Suicide Squad, and then it... It's like a light switch flipped. And I suppose it was like his freedom. Like he was going to go back to jail or he was kind of uh, juggling the idea of should I should I go back to jail or should I be free? Like, you know. And speaking of juggling, he got shot in the jugular, which that might actually be it. Like he came close to death. Yeah. And maybe that has changed him. But I feel like that's not what they're trying to sell us. I feel like what they're trying to sell us is, no, he's been this way the whole time. And I was like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay. Don't believe you. It does feel like a bit of a retcon. But I'm, I don't know. We'll see. It's okay, though. It's It's fine. It is okay. I just, I might be annoyed by it in the future. We'll have to keep Mm -hmm. tabs on that. (laughs) Peacemaker's phone has an immense amount of shit on it. A lot of voicemails from Vigilante yeah who is i assume his future sidekick other than his normal sidekick who we will meet in the very near future an mm-hmm. eagle who can hug called eagly yeah <laughs> what a, what a name <laughs> peacemaker meets his new crew led by mern mern is a mercenary who has killed people on both sides quote-unquote and he works directly for amanda waller who for some reason is not just running this shit herself? I don't know. Something happened to her at the end of the Suicide Squad movie, right? Yeah, she got decked by a golf club. Mm, that's right. So, assumably, she was taken, but then we see her... Yeah, no, we well, see her later. She absolutely yeah. still has this job, Yeah, but is perhaps more in the shadows. I don't know. That is something to be seen. Yeah. Along with Mern. We have rounding out the HQ, the Black Ops crew, backing up John Cena's Peacemaker with Leota Adebayo, played by Daniel Brooks, as we discussed earlier. Try and pronounce this guy's name. John Economos, played by Steve Agee, who is wonderful. Yes, he's great. And Amelia Harcourt, played by Jennifer Holland. It was also good. <laughs> yes, which is the best compliment you could get. Also good. She's... She's great. There it is. I like that. Okay. You really, you spiced it up. She is a good, powerful female character. I no, know. I do like, I, I do, I do like her. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if, you, I don't know if you had to specify that she was a lady, but you know, you're, you're a sexist pig. So, I mean, well, if you watch the first episode, I did. Uh, I did. That's what know, we're actively here talking about. There was a whole, about. there was a whole conversation at the bar with him. Yes. So he is told he is on Operation Butterfly. He immediately is like, am I fighting Mothra? (laughs) I would love to fight Mothra. And personally, I'd like to see a Peacemaker versus Mothra fight as well. Yeah, I think that'd be a great crossover to the uh, (laughs) Godzilla universe. (laughs) 
He drives over to see his father as a Foxy Shazam song. Welcome to the Church of Rock and Roll is in the background. A band that I haven't listened to in a few years, but I absolutely uh, love and I'm psyched yeah. that they're here. Yeah, it's a good good uh, soundtrack so far, for sure. So he is going to his father's to get his eagle sidekick, Eagly, which uh, <laughs> the team was making fun of him for. Or they will be making fun of him for in the future. What do you have a daughter named Daughtery? It's a good, yeah. it's a good line. Yeah. <laughs> His father's house has a upside down American flag in the front of it. Mm-hmm. The neighbor is the old guy from the intro who was dancing. Everybody in the show basically in the intro dancing. On the news inside in his father's house is like Fox News on crack. Mm-hmm. I love that T-1000 was his dad. <laughs> yep. Robert Patrick playing. I love it so much. He's great. Augie Smith is his name, apparently. And yeah, he's just the worst. Yeah. Incredibly racist. Racist, sexist. All the things that we thought Peacemaker was. Mm -hmm. And uh, I still thought he, he, he actually was. You know, until the beginning of this episode where James Gunn was like, no, you got it all wrong. (laughs) He's not that at all. Just rubbed off a bit. At this point, we also learn that his father is very mean to him. Mm -hmm. Calls him words that are not chill in 2022. (laughs) And he, John Cena, that is, tells his father about a story about Idris Elba's character from Suicide Squad being afraid of rats. Yeah, uh, his father loves stories about fathers torturing their sons. He makes him laugh <laughs> very hard. <laughs> and then his father's just like, "I hope that wasn't the guy who shot you." <laughs> oh my god, it is! How dare you? Get out of my house, you pussy! <laughs> no, and it, yeah, well, that was his general vibe. But instead <laughs> yeah. of that, they went into some Matrix ass bullshit room with a rocket in it. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> How with a thou- thousand peacemaker helmets that do different things. Okay, so explain to me how this guy, racist, yeah. sexist, flag upside down, eagle in his garage guy, how yeah. that guy is in the DC universe and has a room in his house that is more technologically adept than the Bat Cave. Right. Yeah, it's true. Well, so they allude that he is someone that is very well known maybe he's batman he could be batman what if batman was a terrible racist yeah (laughs) no he could be i i don't know see i don't know the dc characters all that well but they say in in the show here do you know who his you know who his dad is and they just leave it at that and so it's assumed that he is a big, either a big baddie or a higher up tech person, you know, like, I don't even know, like Tony Stark would be in Iron Man. You know who would have been able to answer this if he was here? Chad. But he's yeah, abandoned Chad's us. not here. Once more. But we he's will never here. abandon you and we'll never abandon our advertisers. Here comes That's an true. ad right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that? Do you like that segue? Uh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> Thank you for listening to that ad, and we're back. Anyway. <laughs> it was. Uh, I feel empowered to purchase that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever that was. I'm going to buy it. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm be. I'm going to buy it. Back to Peacemaker. They yeah. are now out at a restaurant. Mern and the team plus Peacemaker mm-hmm. in full uniform. Which, uh, uh, so good. It was so good. The uh, 
there was a lot of swings in this show so far that were like comedic swings. There was a few that landed. I loved this scene so much. They were so disappointed that he was in full costume. Yes. <laughs> and he walks in just completely oblivious to everything that's happening around him. It was, I just, I loved it so much. It was smiling the whole scene. He calls one of the people who works at the restaurant sweet cheeks and they point sweet out cheeks uh not cool man that's and, a butt it's a butt thing and he's like it's a cheek thing you're like man you're just kind of uh, you're divorced from reality and it's yeah. it's not cute i'm gonna be honest with you i didn't think i'd hear the term sugar tits in this show either but we did i knew i was going to it was in the trailer D- it did it real it wasn't really i don't know i think so uh, oh okay <laughs> I feel like um, the Red Band trailer. (laughs) There's another waiter guy who then goes out back and is really psyched. Peacemaker is back in the game. Oh, yeah. Back in the... He's so back in the game. And that's probably Vigilante, if we're all being honest with ourselves. The guy who has left him many voicemails and text messages on his phone. And Vigilante slash uh, whatever this guy's name, uh, and we assume he's Vigilante, then has like Mm -hmm. a weird, I have a girlfriend from Canada conversation with another coworker to explain why he was just like dancing in the back. And then (laughs) he was like, yeah, oh no, we're having a baby. That's why I'm excited. And the guy was like, okay, but you want me to set you up with my cousin all the time? He's like, oh, no, we're having an abortion. He's like, you're getting excited about the abortion? It's so exciting. What the fuck is wrong with you? Do you want to come? No, I don't want to come to your abortion. I don't know. It was a well-written scene. I was like, oof, right in the line here, James Gunn. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Leota then meets Eagly, who Peacemaker says is very nice, at which point Eagly attacks her. (laughs) Immediately attacks her. (laughs) And he's like, oh, it's only nice to me. And she's like, well, that's like... An important detail, right? Something you should tell me? Yeah. He doesn't like you. He's nice to me. I don't think he likes anybody. Peacemaker is generally dumb, I think. (laughs) Okay. Hey, I need to know how much of this eagle is a robot and how much of it's CGI. I I don't know. It looks pretty good, though. It's It It it, looks amazing. Yeah. Not once was I like, that's CGI. So the fact that the eagle hugged him was mind-bending for me because I couldn't... I couldn't separate reality from CGI Jesus. as the as the eagle uh, provided a warm embrace to John Cena's. Did John Cena, the way you're saying it, it's like the eagle also hugged you. He, I felt, I felt it. Okay. I mean, I felt, I felt the warm embrace. Were you just up against your flat screen TV hugging it being like, I feel like I was like, oh God, it's so beautiful. Oh, that's a weird way to, all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, you know, listen, you do you. Peacemaker then is driving, I don't know, somewhere, and he follows Harcourt into a bar, at which point I immediately assumed, I was like, this scene's gonna be about how Harcourt's character don't need no help from nobody, yeah. and she could stand yeah. up for herself, and that's exactly like what happened. That. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely saw the writing on the wall for that one. She defends herself against three guys who have a very strange problem with her uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah what did you say to my friend yeah like, what? the first one comes over and is like hello i would like to ask you a question and i'm skeezy and i would like to hit on you and she basically just tells him that his breath smells like shit 
And then he reports that to his friend, and his friend takes huge offense to that. Yeah. Which um, doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah, no. That's what I'm going to say, even for someone stupid. But is what it is. She beats the shit out of him, tells Peacemaker that she doesn't need him or the guys at the bar. She just tried to come here and have a beer, and everybody won't leave me alone. Right. (laughs) And Peacemaker's immediately like, we're going to have sex. Like, this is happening. Hey, all right, dude. She tells him to F off, at which point he looks to his left and finds another woman to have sexual intercourse with. And Mm -hmm. he does so back at her apartment. Yeah. And then after that, it cuts to him sitting in her bed. He then gets up, plays a vinyl record of the choir boys, is having a really good time. He's talking to her, but she's paying attention like 0%. Paying 0% attention. She's paying attention in a way that was suspect, which was not at all and weird behind the door. In a way where like it tipped me off to know that she... She was about to attack him. I just didn't know why. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, I knew something was going to happen, but I didn't think she'd turn into like a fucking zombie. She like zombie screamed at him. Yeah. She went straight walking dead. Yeah. Actual beast zombie. Mm-hmm. What would they be called in The Last of Us? Uh, Infected. Very nice. Anyway, yeah. they'd be called Reavers in gotcha. Firefly. That's an older reference. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For people who are our age. But yeah, she is sentient. Uh, I don't think we ever hear her say any words, mm. but... Yeah, no, just gargling. Yeah, but she has very long nails and superhuman strength and speed. And so I'm sure that'll be something. That's yeah. probably something having to do with what's about to happen. But we don't find out exactly what she can do, aside from kicking his ass, because he explodes her with a sonic boom from his helmet. Right. He Which was surprising. Generally loses. He's losing the fight. Yeah. And thanks to his dad and his weird Matrix room helmets, mm-hmm. this one has a sonic boom in it, and it explodes her along with, like, you know, everything within 20 feet of him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I hope Eagley's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is before this, actually, that we learn that Leota Abadayo, played by Danielle Brooks, is Amanda Waller's eyes and ears and also her daughter. Oh, it's her daughter? Yeah, I did. I didn't catch that. <laughs> Kid watching hey. over here and watching three episodes. Okay, doesn't know we'll that listen. she's her daughter. <laughs> I watched only one episode. I knew that. Okay, fair enough. Wow. Fair enough. And she says something to her mother about how Peacemaker is like, has a sad quality about him. At which point mm-hmm. Amanda Waller is, says something that I think makes a lot of sense. Even though it is coming from a lady I generally don't like, which is, hey, man, don't have any empathy for this dumbass. Uh, That'll get you in a worse place than you already are, which is on this mission that uh, you're you're, once you're done, you're out of the game. Out of the game. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, right. Eagly brings him a uh, tasty treat. A possum. Some sort of possum. A marmoset. A uh, small kangaroo, perhaps. <laughs> Marmoset. <laughs> and uh, and Eagle is like, I brought this for you because I know you're having a hard day. Yeah. He's like a dog. Yeah, a lot like a dog. At which point, yeah. Eagle just like gets next to him for the last shot of the pilot as we zoom out and see that the cops are coming. Yeah. So prior to recording, you said you've mm. watched three episodes and you don't know how I to have. feel about this show. Describe your feelings in detail. Yeah. I mean... <sighs> 
so it's funny. There's funny parts to it, but I think a lot of it, it feels like it's trying too hard. It, it feels like it's some of the stuff is forced. Like they drop f bombs a lot, like a, like too much. I think, and I think that they over sexualize stuff like more than it needs to be. It just was some of it was a little distracting, but overall it was like it's funny and I like it so far enough to keep watching. It's not like I hate the show, but I think it's just kind of meh. I feel like this is how you felt with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Just kind of like a filler thing. Like you said, James Gunn wrote this in eight months. Eight weeks. Or eight, sorry, even even shorter. Eight weeks. So, I mean, maybe that's coming through a little bit because it's not going to be as polished as the Suicide Squad or as Guardians was. But, um, I mean, it's it's good. I think you're going to like parts of it. I think you're going to hate other parts of it. Sure. I think the parts that I will like are going to be based on John Cena being good at his job. Yeah. I think he plays Peacemaker well. I think he is a Uh, good... Yes, I think so too. He's a serviceable actor, uh, Mm -hmm. which is... He's truly good. And it's just hard for me to say because I came into this situation... Like, I think he's a better actor than The Rock. The Rock is a bigger star, and you know he's uh, yeah, the biggest star so in the t- world. I think so too. But they're both very typecasted. Like the Rock plays characters. Well, what that- are you gonna do? They're as big yeah. as houses. <laughs> yeah, I know. But John Cena, like, uh, he is really good at this personality. And you know, in WWE, when he's John Cena, the wrestler, you go, you know, they flip between heel and hero all the time. But like this specific, like anti-hero almost he's very good at and he's well, cocky in wwe silly. he is honestly a kind of a special case like yeah he has like you just said wrestlers go from good guy to heel yeah back and forth all the time the oh, rock yeah. spent a very long time being a heel and then he turned into good guy and then he went back to heel like hulk hogan right. great example he went back and forth more goddamn times than <laughs> yeah, humanly right. imaginable john cena yeah. is actually not that way like he was sort of a heel for a few weeks one time <laughs> no he was a heel people didn't like him for a no, while. no no that's but not I true mean, like, no no no. there's a well, difference the f- there's a difference between not liking him and being a heel they didn't mm. like him because he was a goody two-shoes who would do nothing wrong ever and he wasn't interesting but he kept winning he was like immortal and also boring that's why people didn't like him but Mm. like one or two times he hit someone with a chair and he's like i feel bad about it fair enough see i don't i don't watch it enough i i haven't watched it for a long time like i stopped watching it like like the couple years into john cena so i don't know what his progression was but he was always good he was always well liked and then i heard he became a heel and then um you know he's he he was a face they call him face which is like you know good good guys face and heels but yeah i don't i don't know how in depth it was but uh it would, my point was is that he in wrestling he goes from good guy bad guy they go from good by good guy bad guy but this movie he is a anti-hero like kind of like venom 
where he was doing good, but it's not really in the most ethical way. I'll put it closer and to Deadpool. I think he plays well because the, oh, do you know, yeah, Deadpool is Deadpool is better. Yeah, Deadpool is better. And Deadpool is like one of the major problems with every rated R superhero thing that happens now because mm. you get immediately put up against Deadpool where you just said, I said something that I think is telling, which is you believe in moments this show is trying too hard, right. which I think if Deadpool came out now, like if Deadpool was the fourth or fifth rated R superhero thing, even with how good it is, even with how good Ryan Reynolds is, I still think you would get to the end of it and be like, I think they were trying a little too hard. Like that's the point. Like right. it, 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 people have superhero fatigue and that fatigue rises exponentially when the veneer of it being slightly different the first through third through fourth time is just gone. Right. That's a little bit of what I feel watching Peacemaker. Like, okay, I, I get it. Like, yeah, I get it. He's bad. He's bad. Oh, there are boobs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Boobs in a superhero. It's movie kind of, slash TV it was show. shocking. That scene was it was a quick cut. Sh- I mean, we saw all of John Cena. Yeah. Most. Of, I mean, besides his b- besides his pain. He didn't hang dong. And no, uh, but is, we saw butt. We saw lots of butt. Yes, but and boobies. Listen, but, you know, we all know what we're here for, which is nudity equality. Okay, yeah, and uh, it's just something that. Ha- Listen, this is HBO, which is why when I saw the boobs, I was like, okay, so <laughs> this is HBO, and that's what they're yeah. doing. Like they have yeah. an HBO show. Doesn't matter if it's a DC property or not. They're just like, right. we can do whatever we want. Yeah. That's why all the F-bombs. There were so many F-bombs. That's why it felt overplayed. Yeah. And I have two more episodes to go and get to where you are. So I will report back to both you and the audience how I feel once I get there, I suppose. That's great. Generally, after the pilot... I uh I feel like they took and by they I mean James Gunn a lot of interesting swings at the very least. Yes. So yes. uh I, if nothing else I'll give him that. I understand where anybody would be coming from thinking that this is a tired idea that is going to make them feel exhausted by the end of it. I get that 100%. But I will also say it's going to be, you know, eight episodes. There are five more left that right. will be released on a weekly basis and if we get like two to three really gnarly action scenes out of this, then oh oh we we will we do you you'll see oh sick so yeah so so it does the stuff does happen like it's it's not a bad show by any means it's just it's very uh, I mean I'm kind of just indifferent three episodes in you know we'll see how it goes but yeah that's how I feel there's some interesting characters that come on board that I think you'll appreciate but um. Uh, yeah, so I suppose we'll see. Well, goddamn, Adam, I hope it isn't a waste of your time. You know, it's not wasting my time. Uh, you know, I get to watch it. I get to enjoy it in, you know, movies and TV. You know, that's a thing. I do know. I know. Yeah. It's a thing you do. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us on Peacemaker 1. Uh, the, the name of it is A Whole New World. World? World? Bye, bye world. Like whirly, like whirly gig. A whole new world. A whole new world. A new fantastic oh. point of view. Yep, yep. You know what's the underrated go-to move here? I was about mm-hmm. to be like, a new fantastic piece. Uh, DC. You know what the underrated <laughs> move is? 
Yeah. Singing the entirety of the song. Oh. Just as it is. <laughs> Unbelievable sights. Indescribable feeling. Patrons, so, you pay to the, hear us how dare sing you? a tired uh, Disney song. Whoa! A whole new Do, How? <laughs> hey? Hey, hey, bud. Hey, bud. <laughs> hey, hey, bud. How dare you? <laughs> Soaring, tumbling, freewheeling through an endless, endless diamond, diamond sky. sky. You son of a bitch. How dare you? I know where you live. I <laughs> yeah, will come over there and I will rip you hey, to it's, shreds. It's not that tired. I did an auto-tuned version of it like 10 years ago on YouTube. That doesn't sound tired at all. Thank you to our patrons, <laughs> Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, James Watch My Don, Chris Wood, Rankin, Craig, John Jers, Major Woody, and Carol Andreas. For one or more dollar a month, you get ad-free episodes uh, slightly early. I know, that's a new thing. Patreon.com <laughs> slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z, plus a bunch of extra bonus content. But, oh my god, yeah, man. So psyched. So psyched. HBO boys, real things now. Real it's things, happening. big things. It's it- like it's like we're contractually obligated now to, to play advertisements. Nah, we just want to. But don't forget to purchase the thing that was promoted mid-episode, <laughs> as it is a good thing that we appreciate and enjoy. Yeah, and we'll see you here next week for Peacemaker 2 Electric Boogaloo. I don't know. What is it called? I don't know. <laughs> it's called Best Friends for Never. And the yeah. episode three is called episode three <laughs> that's a good name F- episode three that's a good one it's a good one okay love you bye <laughs> this is the place where black is the main character where we dive into something new like the latest season of them the scare and the award-winning american fiction or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend bob marley one love and add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.